Thank you for tuning in to Hostmasters, the podcast. My name is Nana Sacher. And I'm Peter the Gentleman Levisi. <laughs> and we are your hosts. We are here every single episode talking about a wide array of dinner table subjects. So we are just here to make sure that we are spreading love about hospitality, but ultimately being real. That's it. Like, like you said, what you're going to pick up, it's a... Uh... Speaking our truth, you know, and like our truth is, is what we believe and just like how we see it, right? So as much as like how we see it, sometimes you might be wrong. And uh, I guess it's always nice to have someone that can be there and tell you like, yo, this, this is how, how I see it and how you see it. And like, let's actually, let's talk about it to find what each other's truth is. We might not walk, we'll walk away, maybe not agreeing, but then understanding someone else's truth always makes it a... A win at the end of the day, right? It's like Peter, like, 30 seconds ago saying, Nana, your breath stinks, man. And so that was the truth, you know? You know, it's been a long day, man. I was talking all day, you know, about dry mouth and all that. You know, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what actually yeah. happened. It's fine, you know. It's it not what sad. actually happened. You know, I'm drinking tea. It's mm. fine, you know. Anyways, yeah. today's topic is one that's very, very special to both of us, really. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I think... Every single person should be way more mindful about what we're about to talk about today. And what, what we want to do is talk about the healthy hospital life, but also just, you know, being a healthy individual in general and being, being more conscious of that. Because I think a lot of us just let that get lost. And then at some point we get there and all of a sudden it's too late you know you should have been doing push-ups 20 years ago bro you know so we're gonna be talking a little bit about how we engage in healthy hospital you know hopefully it's gonna be able to um, inspire some of you guys out there and also maybe some of you just align you know and it's just reinvigorating your own passion and drive and ultimately we just want a better world I think if you're able to focus more on health and we won't, be, we won't have to focus so much on all the negativity that surrounds us in general. That's it. It's like, uh, it's like how you said last time, man. Like it's, a, it's, a, it's like I feel like us focusing on this is also just like allowing us to understand being in, in the present, you know? Because like, that's like a lot of, that, uh, a lot of like the part that like we end up like losing on and like just not pinpointing. It. Like we're so worried about yesterday and what's happening tomorrow. We really forget about right now. And really, like, we're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised, like, yesterday happened. That's done. We can't change it. So right now, what can I be doing to actually better that next 20 minutes that's going to happen in, after this 10 minutes, right? So, so yeah, like, like what you said about, like, being present and just, like, uh, unlocking the mental, man, which is a big thing. And, you know, some of us realize it a bit later, but then, man, whenever you realize it, just you need to just unlock it and be with it. You know, there's no, there's no time like the present, but then also if you're going to only be healthy in the next 20 years, get ready to get healthy, man. <laughs> get ready to get healthy. So you're saying show the commitment, which is a very important thing. So, Peter, I'm going to ask you, uh, what sort of things do you look for when it comes down to managing your health, managing your mindset? Because one thing I do know is 
you know, I think I meant, may have mentioned it a couple times, but, you know, I'll log on Instagram and all of a sudden, you know, I'm lying in bed and there's a story of Peter, you know, talking about getting up and seizing the day. And I'm just like, man, like I've been in bed 30 seconds too long right now. You know, like <laughs> I, I should have been up two years ago, man. Like <laughs> I should have been awake and I guess should be president, you know, but what I think I also, just to say there was a, I was on a call with the Tails Regional yeah. team, and at one point, someone mentioned you and said that you're someone that actually inspires quite a few bartenders in South Africa who, you know, may have had a tough time, but you're always trying to uplift people. So just tell us a little bit about your journey when it comes down to health and just being yeah. mindful. Yeah, man, like, well, obviously, like, it, it's, let's, let's start at, like, the root of it, man. Like, I... I came into this industry running, man, you know, like I came into bartending really hot. And I remember when I got back to South Africa, I was what, I was like 25, hey, 25, still young, no hangovers in a sense, you know, just having a good time. And like the whole thing is like, it's, that is like a good time of like bartending, you know, like everyone was like enjoying the enjoying the craft everyone is enjoying what's happening within the city what is enjoying about what what are the drinks doing there's international bartenders coming to to the city and that like world class was just hosted like the year before and that in our city so it's like all of these things like they just take they take you away right but like starting and like more being three four years in or five years in bartending in like your city then you end up just forgetting that yo yeah, I finish my shift at three. Then I go to this pub or to this bar and I go get... Then I go drink till like six in the morning. Then, boom, go home, sleep for three hours. And then I'm up at like 11 because I have to go back to the bar, do stock take or check in the veggies that are coming and then get ready to open the bar at four, five o'clock. You know, and like that, that ended up being my cycle, man. You know, like so for like a good two years, three years... And even like my first three year, my, my first year in America, I remember like there was like I think, and my mate Uhuru could attest to this. Like I think like I was drinking every day, mm. you know, like every day I was drinking. Like not like just having a drink, like having a beer after work or having a glass of wine, it's fine. But like when you like literally like, okay, I'm getting a twenty four pack, you know, <laughs> hitting that. Then oh let me, let me have two or three glasses of whiskey afterwards, and you're like what? Well, okay, now that's it. Yeah. Hey, then you're also smoking a little bit of the substance on top of it. So it's like, it's... it's Incense. You know, yeah. yeah. You know? Doing a so, seance. Yeah, yeah, I got my cabbage going too. Like, yeah, you, you love know? cabbage, man. So it's like, <laughs> man, don't get me started on that. Cabbage, There's no cabbage in Dubai. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cabbage, cabbage, I'll come back to you soon. But like, it, it got to a point where like, after like, I think after like 2016... I, I just started, like, realizing, like, man, like, I'm not going to be like this forever, you know? And it also gets to a point where as creative as you are and as energetic as you are and, like, as people loving as you are, you, you, you end up, like, just forgetting that, shit, man, I look, I look at myself in the mirror and, like, when is my time? You know, when did I actually, like, give myself 20 minutes to just laugh with just me, no one else around me? You know, I'm just laughing, giving my laugh to everyone else like lighting up everyone else's matchstick and no one's lighting mine up, mm. you know? So I just, like, I feel like 
it was like, yeah, like, 2016, I got to a point where I was like, cool, like, I need to start, like, understanding that, like, going for, like, at least two runs a week, you know, drinking more water and just uh, doing a push-up or two. It's not, like, about, yeah, looking like a GQ magazine. It's never been about that. But it's just about making sure that if I had to say, or if a few mates of mine were like, yo, let's go on a hike, can I go on the hike without having to, like, sit down for 40 minutes? Yeah. And being like, I can't fucking carry on, you know? And that that's the whole thing, man, you know? And that's what, like, I see. And, like, it's also a mental thing, which I guess we'll touch base in a little bit on that. Well, can you, can you speak a little more about that expectation? Because I know mm. that when you're, when you're a popular bartender, mm. there's always that expectation of you being a certain way. And yeah. it stays with you even when you are no longer bartending. I can attest to this, right? I can actually speak yeah. to it. But speak a little more about that expectation. Why, why do you feel that you did everything you could to live up to that expectation? Why did it matter so much to be that person? You know, like, to, to be honest, like, it wasn't, like, for me, it wasn't a thing of, like, I was living up to an expectation because it's, it's me, right? It's, it's, it's who I am and it's how I introduce myself to to the people and the community around me because it is who I am. Like, I've never put on an, a certain facade or a certain... Uh, mask is like okay this is how I'm going to be and then tomorrow I'm something else mm. but uh, the funny thing is that there would be days where like I even remember like there's even just two weeks ago there would be days where you're just not the the Peter or the gentleman that everyone's like oh why aren't you laughing why aren't you doing this like well yeah. you know there's bigger things that have literally just happened and like obviously I'm not shouting about them and telling everyone, no, this and this happened. But like, I'm, I'm worried about someone and this or so-and-so is going on. And I was like, oh, like, what's going on? Like, oh, you never like this and that. And it's like, yo, I'm human too, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just uh, like, I guess, it, it wasn't like a thing of trying to keep up to expectations, but it was a thing of like, I always enjoyed that energy that I got around everyone else being like, yo, this is hype, you know? And like, mm-hmm. for me, I feel that a lot of my energy is also... I, I feel myself a lot and I, I don't have that I, I, I don't actually have that <laughs> that like no need of other people being around me for me to be like wild <laughs> you know I'm yeah. always going to be wild I'm always going to be up there I'm always going to be this crazy and that but then when when there's other people it just elevates it and sometimes like you, you I find myself like just going past it and like not even realizing that well I've actually gone, like, above my, my peak level now, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. So you have to, like, bring yourself back down and be like, yo, look at it. Is this really where we always have to be all the time? And, like, yeah, people might like it. Some people might say it's obnoxious or that. But then it's just about, like, just understanding or getting to that point. It's like, me, like, am I glad with this? Am I happy with this, you know? Yeah. And uh, I guess that's what, like, this little journey has, like, brought me to start thinking of and start to see. Uh, but yeah, man, look, enough about me. Tell me about you and your mental, like, because you also, I guess, like, you, you've also, like, dabbled, you, well, you're dabbling in quite a lot at the moment, you know, uh, like, finding your spiritual, your mental journey, and like, how's that working for you, like, working out and all that, boxing I mean, and all that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's a lot, for sure, and, you know, I, I, the one thing is, it's, 
it's coming from a place where I realize I'm not 21 anymore. Mm. You know, and I'm not, I'm getting past that stage where I feel like, you know, everything, I'm invincible, right? Because yeah. I, I realize more and more, and it's not because I'm afraid of something bad happening, it's just maximizing who I can be now so that at some point when that we all reach, you know, all of a sudden I'm going to be able to turn around and say, you know what, I did my best. You know, I, I, I maximized. And there's still definitely, definitely, like, miles to go. You know, there's still some miles for me to walk. You know, I could definitely be better in so many areas, but I'm also not even close to being in a bad position, right? That's all. Um, my, my journey kind of started... I think it, it really, really started to take hold last year. Just, actually, wait, what are we, we're 2022. Doesn't, doesn't this whole yeah, couple of years just feel like it's yeah, like... it is like wiped off. It's, yeah, it's kind of like wiped off. Like, it's you know, so weird. Because of that COVID, like, uh, that COVID little pause, you know, like it's just messed up that little equilibrium of like, whoa, was it last year or the year before so? Yeah, it's, so, we're, yeah, we're in a time warp of some sort. But during COVID, actually, I, I, I was going a bit, like, fitness wild, you know, if mm. you will. Because <laughs> I, I, you doing? I <laughs> was very busy before COVID. And I was doing a lot of different trainings, etc. And got to a point where when the lockdown happened, as bad as the lockdown was for, like, psyche and for a lot of people, for me, I took the opposite approach and I said... You mean I I don't have to do anything? <laughs> what? Like, yeah. <laughs> I I of course because it's me found ways to do to a everything. lot of things. I <laughs> yeah. actually designed the whole Hostmaster brand during yeah. that lockdown That's and it. but something well, else. Weren't was, you cooking meals for bartenders? Yes, I was doing all, all kinds of things, stuff. So like, yeah, yeah so running doing, programs even though yeah it's uh people couldn't leave home so jumping on zoom zoom i was doing zoom like, trainings yeah there was a lot i was doing for sure but the one thing i was doing for myself was also working out i was doing fitness challenges so i was doing the handstand like take off your shirt while hang while standing upside down like doing like chin-ups off the stairs running the stairs every day so i was getting into really good shape and um, I wasn't drinking because I don't really drink by myself. Yeah. Right? And like, if it's a really tough day, I'll have one. But mm. typically, I like to drink with people if I'm going to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it started around then. And that's when I started doing Wim Hof breathing more so. I started listening to a guy named Joe Dispenza. I don't, some of you might know who he is, but he's a neuroscientist. There are three neuroscientists that I was listening to at that time. He's one. Bruce Lipton's another, and we also have Greg Braden. So between mm. those three, there's a lot of great mindset and also some uh, law of attraction stuff that was proven in science that they've actually done experiments on. So very cool stuff if you're interested in listening to that stuff. But otherwise, um, that's when my mindset started to shift quite a bit. And I realized that my relationship with alcohol mm. was one I should start monitoring and it's because of how I felt just working out all the time and being good and work and not drinking, you know, 
but then once the lockdown happened, you know, you fall into, I think people started drinking more once the lockdown was over. Yeah. They're like, wow, we're going drinking. You know, like they're, <laughs> they started yeah. buying more in the restaurants. And I think with me, I kind of fell back in, you know, cause I was just busy visiting restaurants, trade, etc., and just living the lifestyle of a BA, you know, and, um, that went on for a while, but I always tried to find ways to add balance somehow. You know, some days, I'd, some weeks I'd be good, some weeks I'd be like, not, not balanced yeah. at all. <laughs> but like, the thing is like, so let's, let's look at it like this, right? So what is balance for you? Like, let's say, well, where do you find balance and then what do you find gets you off your balance? So and how does your conscious feel once you've like gotten off your balance? Like, because like, that's, I guess we're going to have to dabble into like the mental part of it too, right? 100%. And you're right. It's, I think a lot of it is mental. Exercise is mental. Yeah. Because we are always capable of so much more than we are. Yeah. The only thing that really stops us a lot of the time is just our thoughts. You know, like I could not leave my bed on a Saturday morning and it's all because I've just convinced myself that I don't want to leave my bed. But if I just make that decision, then I leave my bed, you know, and that's as minor as it gets. But we apply, we let that trickle into so many other areas. And when it comes down to what balance is for me, I need to know that a, I'm just in a position where I have enough energy and drive to give what I can for the world. So if I'm able to, sit there and know that I've got enough rest. I've checked every item off my checklist, my personal checklist, and I feel good and I look good. That's when I feel balanced. But if I'm not able to accomplish all the things on my checklist, I feel off balance. If I, if I'm hung over and I have a couple lazy thoughts that kind of mess up the flow of my entire day, that I'm off balance. Yeah. Right. So for me, I need to know that I can accomplish what I, I can accomplish my mission each day and I've given myself a chance, but whenever anything gets in the way of that, then I'm not in balance. So in a sense, you, you've got like this, let's say this, this mental schedule, right? Of how your, how your week or how your, I, how, like uh, when I say like the schedules, like more like you, you, your health sense, right? So things that are gonna m- make you feel good, like okay, have I taken my my one kilometer walk today? You know, just to, like go out and smell the the roses. Like I need to do that at least twice a week. You know, mm. I need to go go jump in the pool or something like that. So you've got that little like schedule where like I need to do this in order to accomplish everything else. As like being in that meeting for forty minutes, that's gonna take forty minutes of my life which is really just going to give you a zero on your paycheck or are you going to actually take 10 minutes of your life to actually take a walk down the road, think of your thoughts and you make sure that you schedule the, that 10 minutes that's just for you. Yeah. You push for that. yeah. Yeah, more or less, man. I think, I think ultimately when it comes down to me and my balance, you know, I'm, I'm constantly seeking it because I know that there's always going to be an obstacle. There's yeah. always going to be something. And <laughs> well, we can't, we can't plan, like, precise, right? Yeah, exactly. We, like, I, like we say, we're not promised any of the, anything that we're doing, right? We're not promised. It's like, not promised. So it's like, we, we just 
you just have to have like that sketch of what you want it to be. Yeah, sometimes you make and a plan, then the universe is like, ha <laughs> 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 Perfect. <laughs> Don't stop believing. You know, like, and then you're like, oh, wow, okay, cool. I'm an 80s song. But, um, <laughs> but um, that's why on top of that, I've started doing things to build up my neuroplasticity. Yeah. And basically, neuroplasticity, to put in the most layman terms, is just the flexibility of your mind to absorb new information and adapt to it. Mm. Right? And if you are constantly engaging in things that increase your neuroplasticity, then it actually keeps you young. Mm. You know, a big part, because there's... So it's not the thing that black don't crack. It's also neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity, <laughs> it's big, you know, because... If so get it, guys. It's not, it's not just a black thing. Yeah. <laughs> there's also neuroplasticity. We're so not work gonna, on that if you ain't black. <laughs> we're not just going to inject you with our DNA, you know? <laughs> Take it, man. <laughs> It's jive turkey. <laughs> jive turkey. Oh, you gave him the '70s strain. <laughs> oh boy, give him some '90s right away. <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, uh, shit. <laughs> neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity. So basically, with neuroplasticity, it's learning something new. It's trying something new. It's yeah. reading something new. We get, we age and we get depressed and like whenever we're not trying to uh, learn and grow, right? Mm. And so that's something that I've added there, but it's also adding challenges like the ice baths, yeah. right? Because there's some people where a little thing might happen in life, a little challenge might happen and all of a sudden you're like Damn. pissed off. Yeah, I'm not doing this no more. I'm leaving. Everything's yeah. everything's done. That's I'm gone. But that's something to be expected. So just training yourself to be able to handle challenging situations. And that's where the ice bath does come into play. And where learning something new comes into play. Not being afraid to suck at something. Yeah. You know, like all these little things are so important for us to build up resilience. And that's ultimately what I think my whole strategy is about, building yeah. resilience. I love that, I love that. Okay, so, again, like, then breaking your mental, how does that then, like, play into a sense where you, because, like, obviously for me, like, I know as a bartender, right, mm. like, <laughs> you, you, can, you can call me anytime and tell me, Peter, let's go for some water, I'll definitely be there, yeah. right? But then also there has to be a time where, like, I, I know that, look, I said tonight I'm not going out, I'm not going out, Right? But then, how do you train your mental to actually be at that point? It's like, because, like, when you say something, you're not going to sway away from it. Like, how am I going to train myself that on that Saturday where I wake up hungover, but I said the, the day before, I'm going to go for the run. I go for this run. You know, because, like, I was like, I, I, I asked this because, obviously, I went through this, like, three weeks ago where I just couldn't get up for the run. You know, mm. I couldn't get up for a run. And like the, the one day I went for a run, I was just like, can this be done? Yeah. You know, so I just kept on talking to myself and saying this to me, like, I'm just over this. Like, why am I even doing this? And the whole thing is like, I guess I was in a point where like I was busy thinking that I'm doing this for others mm. instead of like 
fucking like, and I was like, I guess my my psyche or the energy around me is like, you're doing this for others instead of like you're doing it for yourself. Mm. Whereas then once I got to a point, I was like, fuck, man, I'm actually doing this for me, no one else, because like in 10 years time or in two weeks time where when I can't walk up the stairs and I'm breathing heavy, it's not going to be on others, it's going to be on me, right? Mm-hmm, 100%. And, and another thing is like, was I busy telling my conscious or was someone telling my conscious like, hey, fuck, fuck it, go kill yourself. <laughs> my conscious doesn't know if it's a joke or not, right? They yeah. hear that, oh, go kill yourself. And then it automatically locks in, okay, go kill yourself. That's what you want to do, you know? Oh, yeah, the conscious, conscious is like, it's like a VCR. Right? You know, you're, you're going to play, you're going to put in the tape. And sorry, for, for all of you young millennials, <laughs> a VCR. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. as if I use the VCR reference. Man, I yeah. keep dating myself. I just, I'm just accepting. Just accepting. I'm an old man. You know, it is what it is. It's fine. Drink tea in the afternoon. Yeah, I'm drinking tea right now. You know, it's Where's my cucumber sandwich? Yeah, exactly. Harriet, Harriet. Yeah. Oh, I forgot my Ben Gay. You know. My back hurts. The middle of my back, you know. <laughs> but anyways. Um, yeah, it's like a VCR. So what you tell yourself is what you're going to do, right? Yeah. And... I think so many of us get stuck with that because it comes back to resilience. Yeah. You have to build up your resilience to the negative talk. That's it. So anytime... So we need to like stop bullying ourselves because in a yeah. sense, we, we are our biggest bullies, right? 100%. Yeah, there's people out there like putting things that's out there that I guess does offend you or does knock you down a bit, but then you, by not building that protection, as you say, that resilience... Yeah. You end up allowing I realized targeted bully. I realized the most the only difference between me and any of my personal trainers mm. is consistency. Yeah. It's the only difference. Because yeah. I played sports when I was young too. I was a good athlete too. Mm-hmm. I was probably a good athlete before they were good athletes. But at That's- certain points I stopped. And they kept on going. And they kept going. So if I had going. continued, I'd be training them, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to, I have to ask myself, and we as a whole have to ask ourselves, where does that breakdown happen and why does it happen? Because each time you tell yourself, your brain starts saying, I don't want to go, I shouldn't go, and you start making up excuses... That's exactly when you need to go. Yeah. And then even if it was the worst run ever, mm. you're going to go, before you go to bed, you're going to say, oh, I went for a run though. At yeah. least I checked that That's off. That's a point, yeah. And then the next time you go, those excuses get quieter because mm. each, time you give, each time you give in to those excuses, they they're, just, they're, like a, yeah. they're like an attorney. You're giving right? them more evidence. That's it. You can't give them evidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the more evidence you take away, he's going to lose his case. Damn Skippy. So that's, that's a way that we need to look it's, at all it's these things. It's insert that damn Skippy means hell yeah. Yeah. Preach on, brother. Preach on. Preach yeah. on, brother. Damn Skippy. Yeah. So we, we got to give ourselves more evidence that we can yeah. and eliminate the evidence that we, we can't. can't. Yeah. Okay. I like that, man. I like that. Because, like, I know, like, a big thing for me, it's like, you know... As, as, a, as a black man, bro, especially like as a, as a black man in this industry, mm. we find that 
we, we don't we're not used to this whole thing of yo go go and speak about this feeling go and like react or go and do these things you know mm. be more like fuck it man my uncle used to drink from six in the morning till 10 at night no problem yeah. you know mm. he was resilient to it he understood it and like why can't i do it you know i never saw my uncle go for a run one day of his life yeah you know but then also when i come think of it there were a lot of problems that my uncle had that were just mental and that's what he just wanted to shut out right yes he did live a long life but was it a long happy life just happy when he had a bottle in his hand Mm. but then when he had the family that loved him and that for 20 minutes that you're sober you're like fuck man this is an amazing human Mm. but then he didn't see himself as that guess he didn't even recognize himself unless he had a bottle in his hand and how many so, people do we know like that? A right? lot more than I think we realize. That's it. That's it. And like also, what do we, like, also how do we get to talk to them about that? How do you open that, you know? Because like I feel that, and one thing I hate is like the past two years in this industry or three years in this industry, I've heard of like people just in this industry that have like literally just either taken them their lives or just passed away suddenly, mm. right? Yeah. And you're like, Bro, this, this person is 26, yeah. 27. Young. Huh? Wasn't that he was like 40, 60, 70 in this industry? They're young, young. Yeah. And they took their lives or died from, they're depressed or some stuff like that. You know, some bartenders that literally, for like two years, I haven't heard from them at all. Mm. Yeah? Ask every other person, where's this person? You try to find them off the grid yeah it's like where are we going or where are we in this industry like we can't actually like we all have this we love each other relationship but we actually can't talk about those inner deeper problems which are real and I I agree with you because there it's and it's it's a hard it's a hard subject to figure out because there are quite a few really really cool people that I know that also just you know something's wrong and you know you can't really get it out mm-hmm. and you know that it's a very tough situation for them to talk about because sometimes they, they may, might not even know how to verbalize it themselves yeah. and this is why you, you touching on your uncle, rest his soul you know, it, it's, it hits home mm. because I, I think one thing I started to realize, like, you know, I recently took that break from drinking. And, yeah, it's not yeah. the longest break I've ever taken. The longest I took was eight months, yeah. you know. And recently it didn't get close to that. But I'm still really thinking about the relationship with it because I know how strong of a shield alcohol is. Yeah. It's such a strong shield, you know. It numbs certain things, right? It puts you in a situation where... You know, you've got liquid courage. You can go talk to that girl now. Hey. You know? How are you doing, sexy toes? But why, why can't you talk to her normally? Damn, skippy. You know, and if she's someone that you need to be smashed to talk to, and that's what she, she responds to smashed you, will she respond to normal you? Will you have to keep up a facade just there to keep go. the relationship going? Is that healthy for either of you? Right? So it's about foundation, right? And... 
it's uh, it's really it's really sad that there are so many of us that have to fix their identity around alcohol so strongly yeah. uh, because there's a beautiful person inside of each of those people sometimes True. there are some dicks though you know like, <laughs> Just, just gotta be real about it. Yeah, just gotta like, be real about it's it. It's like, yo, whether you're sober or drunk, man, like yeah, I don't just like a you, bro. Douche. Yo, I don't bro, like you, man. Put yourself in it. Yo, <laughs> the party's next week, not tonight, man. Just, uh. Yeah, we'll meet. We'll meet you there, bro. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, like that's another thing that like also found myself like playing to because like it's it's so funny, eh? like because you you had a point where what was it? Last week went to. Went to a to a guest shift, and there's this particular person in the room. Comes in the room and like says hi to everyone else. You know, says hi to everyone. Like doesn't like sees me and boom. Like just two weeks ago, they're just like hitting me up, having a chat. What what? Now see me in the room, doesn't come and say hi. Yeah. And I'm like, oh okay, happy days, you know. <laughs> so me being me, it's like cool, but like. Two weeks ago, you were just you hit me up. We were having a chat. Now you see me in person. Excellent. All right, happy days. Cool. So I just go up. Hey man, how are you doing? Yeah. Good to see you. Hope you're having a good one. Go back and take a seat. Yeah. And it's like, it's that whole thing of like building your like building yourself to like that that strength of like you know what I'm not gonna take offense to this 2.5 seconds of my life of someone being that you know that dick or am i just gonna be like you know in life there are people that you don't like that don't like you but shaking their hand looking them in the eye and being like man you're still worth something and move on that's it like is that like kind of like you're still winning it in in yours in your sense is like you've like now kind of like secured your conscience it's like you know what fuck am i gonna keep on thinking of this thing or am i just gonna just be done with it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, with relating to just how, like, yeah, fixing the identity of all these different things, it's, yeah, I guess, like, it is about kind of being secure in your own conscience and secure with who you are, right? Mm-hmm. It, is, it is very much about that, and too many of us are not yeah. secure in who we are. And we aren't secure enough to engage with people in real life the same way we do in the ba- in on the DMs, yeah. if you will, you know. And I think that's the society that's kind of coming up. So, with that said, you know, like knowing that you know there are a lot of people that are very uh, they have a tough time opening up without alcohol. They aren't necessarily doing the steps uh, in their lives to kind of build up their resilience, to build up their health. You know, they might think that they work too many hours in a day and they don't have time to work out. What are some things that you think people can start doing tomorrow, you know, or even today? I'm not going to say tomorrow. Well, people that, that, what well, they can start doing today to I, start building that. You know, the, the biggest thing for me that, like, I feel, I feel is, like, the easiest exercise or the easiest release of I don't give a fuck is just... Playing, playing music out loud, being in your bedroom or being in your living room or fucking taking a walk down the road and just busting a move. Mm. Like, I feel like that's like, that, 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 that start of like, I don't give a damn, you know? 
I don't give a damn, I'm going to do me and I'm going to just wiggle it out. Because I feel like a lot of us, a lot of us have like tightened our, our mental structure or like our mental, our, our facade as who I am. I'm like serious, I'm stern, I'm this. Then you end up actually just being that person and forgetting to like just let loose, mm. you know? And the easiest thing, like, I'm not going to say go out and do a 5K, 5K run or go out and walk one, one kilometer or that. You don't have to, right? But, like, it, it all starts by moving, but also moving for yourself, right? Yeah, you're right. And that's the thing. So get up, play your favorite song, dance to it for five minutes. If you have a favorite song and you can listen, listen to it for three minutes or five minutes, you can dance for five minutes. Even if it's just moving your feet left and right, you're dancing, you know, you're letting go, your mind is just like at ease. Yeah. And by starting that, then just like you find something else that you can do, you know? Go out, you get a tennis ball and you, you got a wall in your place. Just fucking play a handball to the wall. So know? basically what you're saying is a lot of people will try and do these things based on someone else's or society's standard of what being healthy is. That's it. But That's it. rather than looking to that, start moving based on what your standard is. If you love to dance, then going out for girls' night and da- hitting the dance floor hard Boom. could be a very That's good it. way for you to say you're moving. That's it. And if you, yeah, if you like to play basketball, then go shoot the ball around for a little bit. If you like to, if you like to box, then box. Yeah. If you like to just work on your core, yeah. then because you're Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo fan, then work on your oh, core. You know. Right? And the thing is, like for me, it's it's find five minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Find five minutes, and if you can, and the, and like the thing is, like that the, those endorphins that you release in that five minutes which end up being so happy and so, so fulfilling, you'll make sure that you want to give yourself another five or ten minutes to get that feeling again. Yeah. Right? Whereas you find, that, you find yourself, you, you're working, in, you're working in, a, in a restaurant and you, you, you're in the grill section, right? And you're doing that for eight hours. You have a fucking chef that's shouting at you, where's the steak, medium rare, on the fly, on the double... You're hearing that like nine, 90% of like your eight hours. And, yeah. that's, and that, that's in a sense beating you down because no one's ever being like, yo, thank you for the steak, right? So, so with that said, so you're kind of already le- leading in, leaning into it, but Healthy Hospital, yeah. created by Tim Etherington Judge, you know, and uh, mm. he's got a very good team with them. Mm. They created Healthy Hospital for this reason, you know. He, his story, he ended up, he was a brand yeah. ambassador and, you know, he was depressed and there was a few other issues that he had that he wanted to try and find ways to resolve. And that's where it was born. Kind of the genesis came from there. Um, I really, really condensed yeah. the story. But ultimately, why or in what ways do you think that these issues affect the hospitality industry differently than they might affect other industries out there. So whether it's sales, whether yeah. it's any of those, like in what well, ways do you think it happens? Well, well, I think also in a sense it does also like relate to sales and someone that's in anything that is service related, right? Yeah. You end up because you end up having to put on like this mask to to get a win over someone. Like for 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 me as a bartender, like. 
I need to put on this mask to sell this drink that I want, that you clearly walked into my bar to drink, right? Mm -hmm. You walked into my venue to drink it, but I still need to put on this face like, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, happy tappy, love every, everything you're saying. Yes, I'm a this, okay. <laughs> yes, that's me, you know? Yeah. And I have to always put it on, right? So, what is the question? <laughs> <laughs> In what ways? No. Yeah. Yeah. What ways is it yeah. different? Yeah. Like, but yeah, damn. Yeah. No, no. But like it's like it's so so. At all, I'm not saying it's we're different at all. But the thing mm -hmm. is that we have a little bit more of the pressure, in a sense, because at, at the end, end of the day, like we also you looked at as like a lower class, right? So Bison, being yeah. being in this industry, you you looked at like a little bit of like you you the lower class of the show. And you're getting paid minimum wage, whereas some people you've gone to, you've gone to study to be a chef for three years, mm. right? Then you've gone from there and gone and caught and blur, but you're still getting that regular ass check, and you've yeah. got this person that's shouting at you and telling you you you're worthless, right? Mm -hmm. And then everyone, and then as bartenders, like just the other week, like I was just having with the maid, being like, why are they not enough bar, bar bartender owned bars? Mm. And it's like a lot of us, as bartenders, won't go on and be like, "Fuck, I wanna." We all have this dream of opening your own bar, but you're like, "Fuck, how am I gonna yeah. open my own bar?" Right? Yeah. Because you haven't been trained, or you, or the only person that you see is like this dick-ass owner or this dick-ass manager. You're like, "Shit, I don't wanna do that. I don't wanna be that in my my whole life." Yeah. So it's like we in a we in a situation like we're always there to please other people. And we forget that we need to be pleased before, right? We need to be pleased first. Then we can go and please everyone else. Okay, so and I'm glad you said people pleasing because that is one of the biggest symptoms, Yeah. right? I think when it comes down to people pleasing, this is where we lose so much of ourselves. We lose so much of our identities. Mm. Now, what do you think the remedy is for that? You know, because well, it's in our nature as hospitality people mm. to make sure, like you said, you put on a face, you could be feeling terrible. Maybe, you know, Your there's trouble died, at yeah. home, there's whatever it is, someone broke up with you, whatever, right? Mm. But no matter what's happening, we're trained that... To put on that smile. Leave it at the door. Yeah. Right? So what do you think the remedy is for getting out of this people-pleasing yeah. mentality and putting ourselves first? Man, you know, the best thing is just having a friend where you work, you know, and a big thing for me is, like I say, it's all good to work in a space, right? But, like, if you work in a space where you don't have people who are really, like, friends, mm. you know, not just people that you come to work with, and you're like, yeah, we're all at work, we love together at work, and that's it. Like, you have to have, like, some one or two of the people that you know that after work we actually go out for a drink and we laugh together. And on our days off, we're going to plan, oh, let's actually go for an evening hike or let's go camp somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, let's plan, like, you know, some part of my life is about that. And, it's like, having someone that you can actually truly open up with in your space of work makes it so much more easier. Mm. But then also just having that fact of, like, understanding to for consumer themselves consumer just asking the the wait staff or the bartender how are you you know because mm, yeah. for me a big thing is and i do this all the time like whenever i go out whoever looks after me 
Hey, how you doing, brother bear? How you doing, ma? Yeah. What's your name? How's your day been? Yeah. Hey? Because, and it's weird, like, if you look at people's faces after you've asked them, how are you? How's your day? The mask comes off. They just like, boom. What? what? You're asking me? Yeah. You, you really give a shit? You know? And just that little thing is like, just, it's always, hey, hi, hi, how you doing, man? Welcome to so-and-so venue. I'm Pete. I'm going to be looking after you today. Uh, how's everything going? Yeah. They're like, oh, good. So tell me what's on, what's the special today? Yeah, they're in a script. Not, yeah. There, there's no good, oh, my day's been well. How are you doing, Peter? You know? Mm-hmm. It's always a one-sided conversation of I must please you. I must please the guest. You know right? what else happens there? So even, because I, I do the same thing whenever I call customer service, yeah. for example. So if I'm calling the bank for something, if I'm calling whatever. Um, so I'll say, yeah. hey, how are you? But even when you're calling to complain about something, if you stop and ask the customer service person, oh, they are? how are you? Oh, they good. Just, Thank <laughs> you for asking. How can I help you? All of a sudden, it does something yeah. funny. It, it diffuses you, mm. and it diffuses them. That's it. Now, all of a sudden, they're approaching it like, oh, okay, no, now this I'm helping human, out yeah. a human yeah. being. And so, let me see how I can actually help them. Yeah. You know? Rather than it's being not like, just going to be, let me follow what the book. I can't believe that. Mm. Right? So, yeah. yeah, like, that's a great suggestion. You know, like, how are you? Mm. And make sure that they have someone that they can rely on and speak to. No, that's, that's like, I, I don't know, like, it's, I guess it's how I've always seen it or gone by it. But then, I don't know, how do you deal with it? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why, like, you have that one cupboard you don't want me to ever open in your place? It's like, <laughs> just punching walls, holes in the wall. Yeah. Half truth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, like the thing about, you know, like the, the one thing I can say that also has grown with me or like I've enjoyed seeing with me is like just how true you are to, to yourself, right? Like you, you have this thing of like, you, you, you also talk about like, yo, I'm not doing this to myself or I'm not giving myself this opportunity. But then the thing is that you open up about it, right? Mm. Whereas a lot of people just quietly say, oh, nah, yeah, everything is good, you know? And that's another thing I like about you. It's like, it's never like, yo, what's up, my dude? How you doing, Nana? And I'm like, yeah, it's all good. You know, it's, yeah, man, today could be better, you know? <laughs> you know it's like, it's, it's always the truth. Like, it's, it's always, yeah. like, it's, it's not just that generic, oh, how, how you been? No, I've been busy, yeah. you know? <laughs> it's like, man, like, I've just been in meetings back to back. I've been this and that and that. You know, it's like it's never just that one, one direct reply in a sense. You know, but to be honest, I'm not, it's not like that with everyone. Mm. Like I think there's a level of comfort I need to have with people to be yeah. able to dive into that, because I think one thing with me is I don't, and this might be the people pleasing side of me coming out, but it's that I don't want to burden people. Yeah that A, they don't know me, right? And B, yeah, I, I think it's just a big thing. Like, I don't, I don't want to really burden people. I'd rather listen to them and try and help them than unload everything. Yeah. So basically, maybe a big uh, watch out thing is if I'm, unlo- if I'm letting you know what's going on, I probably haven't told you everything. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> that's the thing, right? I probably haven't said it because I... Yeah. 
my friend Claudia back in the day, she was like, you're like Batman. And I was like, oh yeah, why? Because I got muscles? And she, was, <laughs> and she was like, no, it's just, I know you, but I feel like there's still, there's a lot. still something else I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe. But I, reflecting back, for sure, there was a lot that I don't think she realized. You know, yeah. and there's a lot I don't just open up about. Like, my dad's the same way. My dad, like, he'll walk into a room and my friends will be like, yeah, your dad's like a ninja. Like, he walks in so quietly and, like, he's just so quiet. But he's not that quiet. He really isn't, mm-hmm. you know? And um, there's a lot that they don't know about him. But there's also a lot that I feel I still can discover about my dad yeah. at the same time. And I think that's a trait that we both share. But what was your question? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's like, again, just reflecting on, like, how do you deal with it? And, like, uh, where, you, where, where, do you feel, where do you think that people can also find, like, you know, the best way okay. for that? But so, uh, I think to, you've to answered answer that, it, though, yeah. But to answer it a bit more concisely, mindfulness. And yeah. that's where, yeah, I don't necessarily open up to people, but I've learned to engage in mindfulness as much as possible. So mm. I think for a lot of people, they're afraid of things like meditation. Yeah. But I think that, again, comes down to the expectation you have for what meditation is yeah. based on other people. That's it. Like, you always med- have to be zen. You have to see that third eye to meditate. Like, I know, you don't. Yeah, you, it's you just, just literally to... taking a minute. Mm. Take a minute. You know, let the thoughts settle a little bit. Mm. And when you're having a tough week, it's because your mind's going... Your mind just needs to settle. It's like you're running your car all week. Yeah. Turn it off, man. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So and like and don't be and the thing is don't be guilty about turning off, right? Mm. That's another thing. Is like sometimes people are just so guilty. Like fuck, I didn't reply to this message. I didn't do this. Like, man, for me, I have one day in the week where, from one from a certain time to a certain time. I'm not going to even look at my phone, mm. right? I'm not going to even, like, I'll look at my phone, but trust me, I'm not replying to shit. Yeah, fair. And if you're going to be like, oh, you're online, or oh, you're here, why are you not replying? Man, it's my time. Yeah. And with that, I'll, and that's why most of my, notif- my notifications, they turned off nowadays. Yeah, Because nowadays, I, I, I think that, like, that's, like, the big trigger, right? We have these notifications, we have these sounds, like, even when you, the one, the, my most irritating sound ever is that typing sound. I'm like, my dude, why the fuck do you need that? Why the fuck do you need that sound? Are you just not sure that you're pressing the button? Huh? Like, I see you looking at the screen so you can see the words are coming up. Yeah. Why do you need that ting, 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 ting to remind you that this is working? Yeah, it's right? pretty bad for sure. And then the no- notifications, like you, boom, not, you're having a f- great-ass conversation. Notification pops like, oh, hold it there. Let me reply to this. Like, is it really that important? Is that a 911, really? Probably not. Huh? It's just someone saying, hi, how are you doing? Like, ah, man, I'm all good, I'm all good. Yeah, so you're saying, fuck out of here. Yeah, like, hey? their the present, social right? media... Their job is to raise engagement, and it's at the cost of your real life engagement. Mm. And there's a whole movie about it, and you see it every day.
but turning off notifications, I think, is probably the best thing that you do. Because, especially in today's world, you yeah. know, notifications, it might be me sending you a video, sure, you know, that's mm. great. And let's, yeah, I thought about you when I saw yeah. this. Amazing. But nine times out of ten, it's about COVID, it's about a war, mm. it's about uh, some sort of other negative thing, it's about Kanye and Kim, Pete Davidson. It's like, yeah. it's about something that really isn't. I mean, just shifting, yeah, shifting the concentration, shifting attention, yeah, shifting your attention to something that is so negative, you end up not seeing the truth of the matter. And it's not you to end say, up not seeing what is going on right now in life that is really important. And it's not to say that knowing about these things isn't important because it Definitely. is, yeah. But we get to a point where the notifications are so frequent. That we will literally read the same headline five ten times, times yeah. ten times, whatever it mm. is. We'll just keep reading the same news mm. over and over and over again. And, and that's just consuming your mind. Else. Yeah. Yeah. You see? Yeah, there's like seven people that shared the same thing. It's not, your, not like you're seeing seven new articles like no. back in the day. Whenever the news came on back in the day, it was a developing story. OJ is now running away in his Bronco. Boom. Next story. OJ has been caught. Next story. OJ's in jail. Next story. <laughs> We've gone to the scene of the crime and, right, it's yeah. new things. Yeah. Now it's just always that same scene just told Reinforced. By someone else. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I think that there's, there's honestly so much we can talk about when it comes down to a healthy hospital and just mindset and everything. And I think this episode today was just to kickstart our conversation. Yeah. Because ultimately, we both really care about it. And I think that there's an opportunity with Hostmasters for us to bring in cool guests, experts on the yeah. subject. Because I'm not an expert. You're not, not an expert. Not at all, man. I'm still learning, you know. I'm We're, still finding myself within this. And that's something you know? that a guy named Lewis House, School of Greatness, mm. I think he was talking about his show and... The one thing that he talked about when it came down to doing podcasts and inviting some of these guests was how much he learned. Yeah. He was able to level up. So he was basically yeah. structuring a show and bringing people on that he wanted to learn from. And that's it. And that's what we have a real chance to be able to do with Hostmasters. Mm -hmm. And whether it's hospitality Hostmasters or Hostmasters in the field of medicine, mm -hmm. Hostmasters in the field of psychology, Whatever it may be, we have a real opportunity to benefit not only our viewers but ourselves. So. That's it. So yeah, man, like 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 Nana says, man, it's just all about being being true to to us and also just understanding that we we do need to give ourselves like that that five to ten minutes of that's yours, you know, not just giving your time all away, you know. Understand mm -hmm. that you need to give yourself that time and also just uh be healthy, man, you know. Yep. And we, we all have our own definition of health. So don't worry about what GQ said health is. <laughs> like, start defining what is health to you, you know. Have you walked up the two flights of stairs today? Tomorrow you're going to do ten, you mm -hmm. know. But do something, you know. Do one push-up. It's better than doing none. You know what I'm saying? Drink a glass of water. Uh, have an apple. I don't know, but find find that thing that is health to you and eventually that's going to also trickle to what is your mental and again health is mental and to be healthy you need a strong mental that's one thing I can say.
Strong mind because is so important. Your mind is it, it's gonna win all the time, no matter what. It's always gonna win. And if you can be on the side of your mind and be there to support it, you'll definitely keep winning. So get onto the right path, man. Or get into the path and you'll make it right. That's right. right. <laughs> so with that said, thank you so much for listening today to another cool chat between Mr. Peter, the gentleman Lebese, and myself, Nana Sacher. We are going to come back with some really, really cool guests. I've, we've got a nice list of people that are going to be coming through. And ultimately, we just hope that you guys will be able to really benefit from these podcast episodes and you know, also be able to engage with us at some point. So yeah. thank you so much once again. It's been a real pleasure to be able to talk about this and open up a little bit to you guys and girls. Mm. And we will see you soon. Yeah, have a great week, guys. And uh, don't be afraid to catch us uh, at Nana Coppertone. Yeah, Nana Coppertone. I'll <laughs> and, tell you the story uh, yeah. of that one day. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and at the gentleman. So, yeah, if you guys just have anything to ask or anything to talk about regarding especially this, please do touch base with us. And if there's anything that you think that we can elaborate more and or you can teach us on it, we definitely take it or we'll take the information and we, we, we just, we'll take the advice, you know. Yeah. It's about growing and just being better. Exactly. And uh, we here, if you need to reach out to someone, you feel that there's none you can reach out to, it's there. Touch base with us. Yeah, don't suffer alone. At the end of the yeah. day, we, we understand what it's like to be in a situation where you might be doubting yourself and not thinking you can reach out to anyone. But mm-hmm. sometimes just knowing that someone's there on the other end is all you need. So we are here. Whenever you need to be able to talk. Yeah, and just like you also said, Tim, uh, Healthy Hospital, guys, just look it up on Instagram. It is also just www.healthyhospital.com. Look them up. They're amazing. They've got a bunch of, a bunch of like really cool vehicles and advice on how to just better your, yourself within this industry because you'll find relatable people and like relatable subjects in there that I guess most of us have gone through so it's not it's not just you it's everyone right everyone we all go through it we just maybe a bit scared of to talk about it and let's not uh like the like the two guys say let's not not let's not give flowers once the shit is down let's give our flowers now like mm-hmm. you're all amazing so make sure that when that person's around let them know that they are amazing and they're worth it before they they're gone right yeah so remember that guys and girls, and they fucking out. You have a fucking dope week. <laughs> Happy days. <laughs>